keep this under an hour. We should observe the ancient ritual of traditional pre-fight donuts. Yeah. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. You will all refer to me by the name Betty. I know Kung Fu. Thank you, Chuck Norris. I stand at the top. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Recording. Uh, welcome to Kickflix. It's like Netflix, but with a kick. Uh, your favorite podcast where you come to uh, watch and listen to people talk and debate and review your favorite martial arts movies uh, or Undisputed. Um, favorite. <laughs> Air quotes, favorite. Or Undisputed. Or I said. Undisputed. Uh, I am Neri Warhawk Science. Uh, with me, as usual, is uh, Jeff Throwpunch Mercancini. Hello. And Mike Roundhouse uh, Mercadal. Roundhouse. Uh, Roundhouse. Uh, today we're talking about 2002's Undisputed, the Vin Rames, Wesley Snipes cinematic masterpiece uh, that is Undisputed. <laughs> I, I would like to say that they really tried. Well, let's let's go. Hold on. Before we'll get we get there, it, we'll, get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Guys. They get half a point for that. Let's we, yeah. we'll get there. We, we, have, <laughs> we have plenty of time. Uh, in fact, we're gonna try to fill uh, time here. Uh, <laughs> what is the, give me the IMDb description, Mike. Um, here we go. Undisputed, released in two thousand two, when heavyweight champion George Iceman Chambers lands in prison. A resident gangster arranges a boxing match with the reigning prison champ. All of that factually accurate. <laughs> taglines? Do we have any taglines? Oh, we do have taglines. Let's oh, see. What, let's see the taglines. There's four taglines. The biggest fight of their lives. Okay. One man fighting for his honor. One man fighting for his future. Uh, two, okay. two enemies. The mob. The ultimate showdown. That seems like a stretch, even though it's it's truth, but it's it it it, it portrays a different movie, right. in my opinion. Um, then the last one at Sweetwater Prison, the world heavyweight champion is about to meet his match. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. All of these are true. <sighs> I feel as if they just kind of like you know, phoned in the taglines. I could have come up with a better tagline. I mean, it seems like they phoned in a lot of things. They did phone in a lot. <laughs> there was... Oh, God, man. It's interesting. All right, we'll get in. We, we got to get... We got to go through... We got the... We are. Right, so we did that taglines. So we did thing. Now we did the... Parental. The parent, or we do the 62nd first. No, no parental first. Sorry. Uh, the Parents Guide for the 2002 film Rated R for Strong Language. Sex and nudity, moderate. There was done. 
I mean, Shower? yeah. The showers? Is that what they're uh, doing? Yes. Yeah. There's a whole shower oh, you scene. Saw Ben's butt. You saw you his see, butt. like, right? butt crack. I mean, it's not yeah. even that. A man holds a towel that barely covers his crotch in the prison shower. And then we see most of Chambers' bare butt as he walks away. Most. It was enough for me. It was enough. <laughs> Hutchins' girlfriend's bare breasts are shown in a fat flashback of him entering a room and finding her with another man. Which flashback? <laughs> They wanted black and white. There was oh, only oh, that makes it more specific. Wanted, okay. Wait, white. those were flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> An interview with Tawny, where she talks about the rape that she didn't want to, that she didn't want to, and that some she told him no. Chambers saying, "Just look at him when he asks why he'd have to rape someone." That's usually a dead giveaway that somebody raped somebody. Um. A woman meets with Chambers and discusses the night of the alleged rape. He states that he's no punk-ass rapist and that she wanted it. He then adds that she didn't say no and didn't have a problem with any of it. When the woman claims that the victim feared that he could physically harm her, Chambers responds by saying, yeah, that's why she was making all them happy sounds because I was killing her. Mm-hmm. He then, This is a long one. Jesus, like write a fucking paragraph. He's, he's doing the entire scene. But- yeah. He then states that some women like it rough and then asks the woman, do you know anything about that? The woman then states it could have been explained away easily enough that he mistook her cries for help or that she was in pain. He replies that he's heard pain before and believe me, she wasn't in no pain. Okay. This is a hundred percent. One of the examples where I want to see where else this fuckers commented on parental guides. (laughs) That man, this person clearly enjoys the writing out of this description too much like there's so here's, much here, attention to here's my question here's my question is did he copy and paste that dialogue or was you watching a movie and then like a court stenographer typing it out like that's like, my question i like to Who, picture him on an old typewriter like murder she wrote yes absolutely <laughs> sending this and going, i just picture i just i just picture him doing what we used to do in the 90s when we wanted the lyrics to a song like you play a little bit and then you stop uh-huh. and, then you and you play a little bit and then you stop. I, so I just, I want to see him with a VHS like that. Stop. <laughs> and then I ain't no bitch ass rapist. <laughs> I, I, I just want to know what, who he thinks he's doing this for, right? Like he's clearly watching all of these movies with a fucking notepad and, like he's like, ah, people will thank me in the anonymous IMDB page, whatever. What if he has a podcast called Parental Flicks? Parental oh, guidance. That I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's a whole bunch of right wing nut jobs that would love that shit. I read a story where some guy uh, learned Chinese so he could get all the Chinese copies of movies so they wouldn't have all of the gay shit in it. Oh my god! And I, I was know, like, wait, wait, wait. "You got yeah, I know you did the, the air quotes. Air quotes. Oh, 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 air quotes. On the, air quotes, but, on, was, but on the audio, you yes. Have to, yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you, you for that. It. By the way, <laughs> some guy, some. Let me, let me clarify that for the listener because, like, what the fuck? Did he just? What, what he's saying no, no, no. is some fucking pro- bigot decided yeah. to do this, <laughs> and that was a quote from him. Yeah, that he that that he was like, yeah, I want the Chinese versions because I'm assuming that's his voice. But yeah. I read, I, but like that's that like what it. There's a ton of right wing nut jobs that probably would like like go nuts to this sort of thing of like, oh, tell be, me all know, the what, bad things. If I wanted to go, if I really like because I you know having this conversation with a couple of friends about like you know oh you got to find a niche uh, a podcast for a specific niche. 
I pro that would probably be way easier to go viral to get more listeners than it is to do kick flicks or a geek more or something for sure like that's why people do it i'm telling you, you yeah i know if you do a parental guide my wife listens to three not one not two but three different mlm podcasts <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd end it with like here you go you fucking bigots like as your as the sign off yeah like like jerk off to this you fucking weirdos yeah <laughs> and i equate it i would equate it to that bill bird joke remember that bill bird joke back in the day where he was like i bet you i could write a book where it's like this is what a woman needs and then like with him in a cover with a fucking uh dumbass sweater over his over his right. collar and he's yeah. like folded over his shoulder whatever blah blah and then he could write another book where he goes spends all that money that he got for the first book and spends it all on hookers and blow and then he writes another book like ha ha dumb bitches i fooled you and then <laughs> That he could write a book about that, and all the guys would buy that book. And he's like, I can't make it as obvious as that, but I like that's what we could do yeah, with yeah. the Parental Guidance like podcast. We'd just make it super, like, you know, in into baseball, like winking at the camera, like, yeah, this cat, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's still more uh, violence and gore, uh, severe, uh, yeah. brutal murder, boxing violence. Yeah, wait, yep. what's where's the brutal murder? The the I guess the the murder scene where they show Monroe kill the the guy. They didn't even show him. They just show him punching him. They don't they, show they him tossing murder. him around. Yeah, they don't. Show, I don't remember them seeing. I might have I blacked out. Falls, it's a subcategory of boxing that violence. Sound, that makes me sound really fucking evil. Like they don't show the murder. I wanted them to show the yeah. brutal murder. It makes it seem like that's what I want. And I know I just didn't. See Meanwhile, it. my wife watches serial killer shit and where they actually like yeah they describe the brutal murder in detail. I went. I literally went to a museum of death where they show autopsy videos, <laughs> like, right. uh, like okay. a month yeah. ago. All right, but, isn't um, that you've seen? It. <laughs> Mike's oh, like, Bye. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen that meme. Uh, I know. I know. I sent it to Jeff. Have you seen that meme where it's like me watching Hollywood uh, movies uh, where there's death involved, and it's like, 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 uh, like, uh, and he can't sleep at night, and it's like me watching. Uh, um, crime uh real life crime stories that you know about murder with the forensic files on but there's a yeah. there's like a, a pat Oswalt bit where it was uh he was watching the good the bad and the ugly with his wife uh rest in peace and then everyone was getting shot and she's like oh it's so violent and then it's like everyone just going like oh you know <laughs> like it's yeah. not even like a real like you know like people dying that way and then cut to her watching something where it's like yeah the semen in the brain cavity was found and it's like <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh profanity severe yeah uh strong profanity throughout chamber says the word pussy which is not the biggest problem here <laughs> ed lover says fuck like a thousand times mm. good for him Al not being dead in 2020 good for him <laughs> alcohol drugs and smoking mild some beer drinking i will say yeah there's not a lot of drugs in this for hey, man you know they're prisoners um, but they're, they're not fucking hurting their bodies man yeah no i mean frightening and intense scenes moderate intense murder scene again not that intense again, I really i okay i mean all right <laughs> I guess you should comment on that one and be like, "Really? Really? Hey, Where? Like, you can't. That's the thing. You can't. You can only submit like, like correction. I guess, Mike. I you should know. submit one that just says, "What's up with this guy? I don't know what he's a, talking you about." You can't put a thumbs down. You can't be like, "Is this helpful?" And put a thumbs down. And be like, "This is wrong." I don't know. I can find uh, five out. Of, how do I? Oh, I can vote on the severity. Yeah. Oh, but I can't. Really oh, but you can't it. vote on the comment. No. Ah. Uh. 
Man, IMDb. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to come up with our own uh kick flex wiki. We're mm-hmm. gonna have to write our own email to our own uh, submission to IMDb. <laughs> to whom we may concern. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, that's it for the parental guide. Apparently, right. parents, if you want to watch this prison boxing movie with your children, go ahead. Lots yeah. of fucks and apparently an intense and a, murder scene in and black one and white. quick black and white titty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's black and white to show you that it's in the past. No, that means it's artistic. <laughs> they, but, <laughs> They, they cut to oh, here's the problem it also cut to a bunch of like archival boxing footage so yeah. i'm like is That's this also a, in the past it's also in the past <laughs> but further back yeah more past it's like got sepia they should have got into sepia they should have increased the contrast white fucking sepia like that's just add that film grain like yeah yeah like really lean into the the dating of it uh, you know who went on a on a huge uh bad word rant was the the mafia guy, the gangster. When yeah, he, he, he walk, my bro. motherfucking wife's fucking ass mother. I'm like, Jesus guy. fucking Columbo, bro. As a professional comedian, I was like, excuse me, sir. Let me clutch my pearls as I watch this <laughs> scene. You want to do the uh, sixty oh, second review though? Let's do the sixty second. Yeah, we gotta yeah, we gotta follow the follow the fucking process. first impression. Sixty second first impressions. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Square yeah. up. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Um fair enough. Fair this, enough. This movie, this movie for the the really solid amazing cast that they had. Um it, I can see where he was trying to go with it, the I'm director. Laughing. I'm now laughing at Jeff's joke. Columbo. Columbo, bro. <laughs> um it this the, the, I could see what he was trying to do with this movie, but I think that he lost control in the editing process, and, oh. and I had mentioned it to Neri. I, I think that there was a good movie with a good premise in here, but it's not what we got. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, a lot of the acting was solid. Um, there was, I think, most of it was solid. There was a couple that I was like, okay, that's an interesting choice, like um, uh, the 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 sidekick to the mafia guy. I forgot his name. Like he leaned into that accent a little bit sometimes, and that's not oh. how he really talks. I thought, like, for a second there, uh, I forgot what his name was, and I was like, he's Native American? Like, he was doing, like, a really... St- I'm sorry, I don't mean to j- interrupt your... No, no, you're good, you're good. Your thing. But, yeah, I was like, he's doing, like, the classic, I am a Native American, how? You know, like, he was... Yeah. I, I was like, is he la- he's Latino, though, right? What's happening? I, yeah, because I think he was trying to... He's supposed to be a cholo, but he wasn't. <clears throat> I don't think he I was think supposed to be a cholo. I think his intro thing was Someone's something chewing. about being a part of a gang, a Mexican gang, I thought yeah. it said. Wait, oh, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the uh, of Iceman. No, no, not the Sphinx from Mystery Men. Not him. He's right. he's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like so, I don't think this was a good movie, at, but I think that it had the ability to have been a great movie, had th- some of the direction and some of the editing been vastly changed. And I'm gonna give props to the director. He learned from su- su- a short circuit, and didn't put uh, didn't put um, su- put this guy in brownface, um, and Fisher just Stevens. you know, uh, Fisher Stevens. Yeah, didn't put him in brownface. So, who? positive movement there. Fisher um, Stevens and- from Short Circuit. Yeah. Oh no, sir. I I need you to. I need you to. Uh, I need you. I I'm sorry. I I already know him by his Christian name, oh. Ratbag. Uh, Rat bag. <laughs> Rat bag for short. Oh, fuck. Some of these yeah. names, 
it's like one of them was rat bag, the other one was dirt bag or something, or scumbag, or some somebody in the prison name was scum. I was watching it with subtitles. E bag was the worst one though. And it was like scumbag, and I was like, <laughs> what? what? The laziest writing of all fuck rat bag. Rat West, bag. West Duty was Mingo. It's not even like he, it's not even like he had that 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 cliche uh, pet rat. You know the fucking every prison movie has one yeah. guy that has a pet rat. Rat bag. <sighs> Sorry. And, and and the manager for for Iceman was Yank. That was his first name. <laughs> Yank. Yank is yeah, a operator. Is a main, though. Yank. <laughs> no, yeah, it, so. why that? Where that's actually a. Sh- oh God. The man. operator would have been like, uh, "Sir, can you narrow it down? There's so many Yanks <laughs> in the Hollywood area. There's so many Yanks." <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the, but. Um, Yanko? Yank, oh god, it's a name from. I had a friend, short I had a, for something. I had a friend oh, okay. named Yanko a thousand years ago. He passed away though, but it's fine. But yeah, Yanko, so that's Yanko. my kind of my sixty second is like I'm not no qualms about this. This was not a good movie. Mike, sixty second, square up, square up. Um, I will say like every boxing movie, it there's not a lot. There's training, 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 and then that one big fight at the end. So if we're looking at it since as a kick flicks movie, it falls short in the kicking and punching. Like there's no kicking in this movie at all. Um, there's uh, the 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 training and the boxing and the the whole like build up to the big fight. At the end, I was like, oh, okay. So here's the fighting. You know, like here here we go. All right, here this is good. And I will say that this movie came out in 2002. I had to, I had to I, I, the editing was so extreme that I had to go back and like what when did this come out and why is it like this? Yeah. And it ha- I'm I'm 99% sure that someone at whoever was funding this is studio what or like the whatever company was like, yeah, we got to it's a, it's like I'm, it's like hey, we're going to make a, tr- a a boxing pure a purest boxing film based in this prison and then and then it's going to culminate in like a big a boxing match and they're like okay okay all right but i'm gonna need you to throw in some flashy editing and master p yeah. and his no limit soldiers i need you to give me a super literal soundtrack that can uh, that i can play over the end of a scene that literally says what happened in the last scene i need you like yeah. and then there were and the guy was like yeah all That's right true. there was that one song well, every song, song no, yeah. if you listen to it, every song was like, oh, sure. I'm in jail I mean, and I'm boxing. Yeah, right. I'm in jail and I'm boxing. Yeah. Well, baby, baby, baby Driver does it. It's fucking revolutionary. Uh, this guy does it, and all of a sudden it's frowned upon. He had to choreograph the montage to the song. If he would have been like, and one, and two, and one, and yeah. two, it would have been perfect. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was just like it feels and I so, so and it I dodge like, and I punch, punch, yeah. punch. <laughs> I'm in prison and I'm boxing. I'm in prison. I'm in prison and I'm boxing. And they suck, bro. Master P and the No Limit Soldiers are trash. Excuse me. Hot. Excuse me. How fucking dare you? Hot first of all, fucking garbage. You know what? You know why Rocky's not a five out of five now after me watching this movie? Because Master P is not doing the national anthem before the. Oh, bro, that was so, so fucking so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Him and I Silk hope my the neighbors shocker. can hear me shouting about how undisputed 2002 scene where masterpiece No Limit Soldiers sing the national anthem is fucking trash. <laughs> Silk you the shocker me? and him elevated. Yeah, I would love anthem. for your neighbor to be like, "It's true. It does suck." <laughs> you're right. You're we right. agree with you. 
fuck that movie. <laughs> um, on top I'm of so that, I'm so angry now. You reminded me. Oh. It took me 20 years to forget this movie, and you just brought it up again. I, I will say this: I was shocked at like who was in this movie. I was yeah. like, if you took all of that flashy bullshit away from it. It's That's, what not... Jeff. That's what I told Jeff. I go, this movie was ruined in editing. Whether editing. it was Absolutely. the director's choice or whether whether the director edited or he had a say in editing. This I thought this is the most 90s fucking movie I've ever seen. I don't care that it came out in 2002. Yeah. I am almost I would love to find out. And like this would be my hunch, right? It, which is totally conjecture. But I my hunch is this movie was filmed and made in like 97, 98, and then it was put on the shelf. And it wasn't released into 2002 because I am so fucking like it's unbelievable to me. It's literally unbelievable to me that they made and edited this movie in 2001 because it's so fucking 90s. It made me feel like I'm watching every music video in the fucking 90s. It, it was oh. like just dissolve after dissolve after like they, they would yes. dissolve one in the montage. They would dissolve one scene on top of another scene, and every time I kept looking at this, every every time they did this, is like the one special effect that they had in the fucking <laughs> in the editing bay. They're like, we have a dissolve, and I just kept thinking about the space ball scene. It was like, nice dissolve, but there were so ah, many ah, of these ah. dissolves. It was so crazy. It was unfucking bearable. I will say, I will say to didn't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I mean, we've 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 lost the square up thread, but the idea oh, yeah. of uh, oh, I'm the, fucking squaring up against dissolves. Like square up, motherfucker. Yeah. Like I want to fight this dissolve. Like that's a sixty second review right there. Yeah. Fuck dissolves. <laughs> Fuck dissolves. Well, let's get into it. I mean, like, <clears throat> let's start with what. Um, so so the first of all, Ving Rhames is fucking scary and looks dope in this movie like this he did he looked like he could be a fucking heavyweight fighter every actor in this movie did good yeah one yeah. Thing, this is like the worst movie with good acting that i've yeah. ever seen like yeah. i've never seen like, everybody did good wesley snipes did good everybody did good fucking uh mary poppins did good everybody did good in this fucking movie man I'm, oh yeah was, michael rooker was in it michael rooker was in it yeah one one i'll tell you this one of choice that i'm really happy that they did um one of the few bits of trivia for about this movie is that wesley snipes was first approached and he was he was like i'm in i don't care who i play because he was up for either role of Iceman or, um, what was it, uh, Wesley? No, what was his name? Um, Monroe. 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 Then they sent it to Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames called and said, I want to play Iceman. And Wesley's like, that's fine, because I'll, I'll play Monroe. I don't care. I'll play either one of these characters. And I think they both were cast perfectly for those characters. I could not see Ving Rhames be the stoic guy that, that Wesley oh, played see. Monroe as. I could see that. I could totally see that. Here's the difference. Physically, it's better if Iceman is bigger. Yeah. Like, just aesthetically, it's better if Iceman is played by a larger man. It's You know what I mean? So Wesley Snipes, which I know can act very well, and I know he could be that cocky guy and blah, blah, blah. He would do a good job acting as Iceman, but it's more, it's funner, it's more fun aesthetically to watch Vin Rames, which is a larger human, like... Who's intimidating as hell. Yeah, be but but not be phased, yeah. but not be phased by this guy who's the prison, the quote unquote prison champ. Like that would be, 
Like I think that the parts were, were casted perfectly. I again this movie well acted. There wasn't a cheesy fucking line in the movie. I, I was I couldn't find any movie. Like again, yo, when he says I'm not an athlete, I'm a gladiator, yes. I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, dude. He hell yeah. He's like, I don't people play baseball. baseball. Yeah. yeah, people play baseball. I don't play boxing. I mean, it, it is like I think that's he's one playing of the, Tyson, right? Like he's clearly well, yeah, yeah. so clear. That's why I think this was a nineties movie. Thing. Even the way he comes in the ring, what he wears the black, in the ring, the, towel. the black towel thing, it's straight up Tyson. That, that's 100%. Yeah. That's why I went back and I was like, this movie is about, that's why I went back and looked to see when this movie actually came out because I was watching, I'm like, this is the Mike Tyson story yeah. where, you know, he gets accused of rape and he denies it, but it's like, you know. I mean, come on. It's a and and I then he goes to jail, and there's a story like I, the idea for this movie came, and that was in 1993 or two or some shit like that that he got yeah. a, a, a accused. So it's like he went to jail. Mike Tyson went to jail, and there was a story about how he he got into a fight with somebody in prison, and somebody knocked him out, and that was a, essentially like this legend that was going around pre-internet era where you could do that kind of shit, where someone in prison couldn't just TikTok themselves like, nah, man, I fucked up my, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so like this legend, uh, I, this story kind of idea grew. And then when he got out, he became the undisputed heavyweight champ. This is that story. A hundred percent lifted from the headlines. Exactly what it was like portrayed from thing. But the pro I think the better story is the Monroe Hutchins story that they don't go into as much. Right. They that whole story where he was the up and comer and then he gets sent to fucking prison because he murdered somebody. But even they only mention it in passing where Yank goes, um, uh, like I, I like, he yeah, he's deal. like, yeah, he was a real deal. He was going to be scouted. He was like, a, it was coming up, and then he got put away, undefeated. And then that story to me was much more interesting than the story they were telling about this guy. I was like, yeah, he fucking did it. Yeah, he raped yeah. that girl. I'm trying to figure out. Well, first of all, two things. One, I, I just for the, I don't believe that Ving Rhames' character raped this chick. I don't believe that he did. I, I don't I, understand I, how you don't believe. I, that. I don't believe they did, because he out of out of all the things that this guy does, politically correct and nice is not one of them. So he would be the one to be like, yeah, I did it, and what? What the fuck are you gonna do about it? Like that's the kind of attitude I see this character taking. But I'm I see the right attitude. I'm saying I would see this guy, and I think the way he says it, the way he feels, where he's like, I ain't no bitch ass rapist. Like that. Like I feel like he has detest towards rapists, and I feel like that. That. That to me, again, this is all. It doesn't matter because there's and, and nobody. It's never proven. I mean, it doesn't say one way or the other. But that's besides the point. What I was gonna get to my second point is I was gonna get to um, fuck man. I got so tied up in that in that conversation. Oh, uh, I like. I I don't think the Monroe story was as interesting. I what I found super interesting was the math. How this guy has sixty eight fights in ten years when they only yes. fight every six months. <laughs> Yeah. No. What happened? They only allow one bow in six months. That's twice a year. You should be twenty four and all, not sixty eight and all. What the fuck did you get to sixty eight, man? Well, I, think about the, the in the prison. They he probably had a bunch of fights in the prison. He had been in prison for some time at that point. Well, that nope. was his prison record. That was his prison record. That was a new prison. That was a new. They just right. built it. So apparently, what was the name of it? What was the name uh, of it? Oh fuck! Stillwater, uh, I think it's Streetwater, bro. Street it was, said, it was. I, I, I asked it as a joke because they said it eighteen times. Yeah, yeah. 
The new Sweetwater prison. The new Sweetwater prison. It's in his fucking trunks. Sweetwater. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, the, but what I'm saying is that, like, I've seen, like, you know, when, when uh, the early internet era of Kimbo Slice fight videos and yeah, yeah, shit like yeah. that, there had to have been shit like that going around in prison 100%. or whatever. So 100%. if someone is, like, in for in prison for a life and and also that was the time when you would see a lot of fucking for some reason my friends got big into those prison workout video like shit sending those around like yo look at this guy because they do pull-ups and then they do this thing where they move around they don't just do a pull-up they do it a pull-up in a circle oh, right, right. and it's like insane body strength and uh, all it was why in is it, prison why in prison there's a plenty of those of the guy doing those but not in prison no it was it was a thing on youtube early on where these god i forget what it was called but it was like going around because i i got it from multiple people and i would see it shared sometimes of like prison workouts and that's a that's a thing people go into prison and then they and they and there's nothing to do and then they get into like working out to stay strong and to defend themselves and all that right. shit. i've that's never that, been I to prison I only know about prison through people I know who have been to prison. I drove by it once. And movies. I yeah. <laughs> and driving by even then I maybe not, but but that's it. So like the even one even then I didn't know they worked out. Afterwards, I was like, oh, that was a prison. <clears throat> but I'll I'll so I'll say this. I this Neri, just to go back to what you were talking about, because I think Mike looked like with his face that he agreed with me. Oh yeah. I'm clearly. I'm pretty sure he did it. And the reason why he's not pretty saying sure. it is because his they showed it at least five times of people telling him shut up just be good don't say anything don't do anything so because he they're like if you want to lose your career if you're here for even four four years you're done because you're yeah. 36 already or like 30 something you're going to be done so he he wouldn't do that because all he cared about was his title and his his um his image yeah he's getting out also, no, my, it wasn't, he didn't care about his image because he said, fuck the fans, I'll get them back. He didn't care about his image. He cared about getting out so that he could make more money. Well, true. That, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you. But he didn't care about his image. He didn't. And, and I think it's a narcissistic thing. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with more about like, I didn't I didn't rape that girl. That girl wanted it. Whether yeah. they had any evidence to the contrary at all. That's how narcissists think. They're like, no, yeah. this is what they didn't have any evidence. There was no evidence. At least there's you know, in the movie. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that we're going off of the fucking movie of him already being convicted and being in right. jail and all that stuff. So clearly he was convicted. And and uh in the in the in the, all of those interviews, especially the one with the woman where they told him that he was like, nah, I've I felt pain before. She didn't want no pain. She didn't wasn't having right. no all that, all that that's mad creepy. And that was him basically in my mind showing that he's a fucking narcissistic crazy oh, guy. Narcissistic, absolutely, but and that—that's the thing about narcissism is that it's not just about how good you are as an athlete or shit. Like it is about your whole fucking existence. It doesn't turn off when it comes to like whether or not a girl likes me. You know that that narcissism is like a pervasive thing in someone's life. So when he's having that experience and having that interview, I'm like, nah, this guy did it for sure. Here's here's a weird thing. Why was that interview in black and white? Oh, it, it was it in the past. I, I I'm legitimately asking, like the no, yeah, it was him in prison. So why is why was that interview in black and white? If we've established that black and white means in the past, yeah, Neri. But there was also another black and white scene. The again, the storytelling order in this was stupid. Like that, there, that suddenly there was a he was in the warden's office, and they were like, "Oh, we heard that you assaulted some of the white brotherhood." 
And you're, I'm like, when did that happen? And then they show a flashback in black and white of him washing his hands in the in the bathroom. And then the big Aryan guy coming and he just is like, hey, so I heard you don't want to mix with people. And then he just gets punched in the face by, by, by Iceman. And Iceman starts beating the crap out of him. Things that could have been done in a progressive order, you didn't have to do in a flashback. Like, so Yeah, like you didn't have to break it up. Right. Tell a linear fucking story. That's which, what I kept which thinking Mike, myself, I that you don't have to be fancy with the you don't have to do all this fancy cuts and editing. Right. You don't have to do all these dissolves. You don't have to make it a music video. Every every shot was like fucking this. Every shot was like this. Your every, camera's every, super it, slow. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling me your camera's like if it keeps freezing. Yeah. Oh, you mean at a Dutch angle? The yes. Dutch angle. Every fucking angle was at a Dutch angle. Every I did that once in college. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> But the truth of it is, is that, like, I didn't mind any of the weird angles. What I minded was, like, the... the I minded the combination of everything. The weird angles with the fucking dissolves, with the cuts, with the black and white, with the non-linear storytelling. All of that combined just equals garbage. You okay. ruined the movie. This reminds me of when I worked at Best Buy, right? I worked <laughs> in the PC home office department of Best Buy. And... We sold computers and we had these display computers. This was in 1999. So it's not that far off. And that was when Windows released that Windows Movie Maker bullshit. Yeah, I remember that. And everyone who had a slight inkling with digital video cameras or anything like that would do every fucking effect like at the mm -hmm. same time. Yes. Gang, 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 gang. 100%. And it was and a predator effect. Remember the predator one? Yeah. yeah. It was this, and then the words would come across, and then all that stuff, and then it would do a clock wipe, and then they would do a reverse clock wipe, and then they would blend the thing, and then they would dissolve. It was like, there, at one point, they showed him having lunch in the cafeteria, and they showed an overlay of the map of the prison. Yes. Yeah. I was time. like, what the fuck do we need this This is for? prison break, bro. Like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Not only that, they give us the layout of the prison, and then so often throughout the entire movie, they give us dates as if we're supposed to be writing this shit yeah. down with a phone. Yes. It's February 5th. <laughs> shit. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, they got into prison on December. Okay, hold on, hold on. What's the and math I, here? I don't, and like the only thing that mattered, the only dates that mattered were was when it said 27 days to the fight. Like, okay, yeah. thanks. Perfect. Thanks for clearing that Boom. up. Perfect. Boom. All I needed. I mean, it was like Harry Potter where it's like, and now it's Christmas and everything's yeah. got snow on it. And then I'm now very... it's spring and the snow is melting. <laughs> I'm very sad at the fact that they didn't do a black and white flashback of Iceman fighting Nicolas Cage on an, on the airplane. Oh, <laughs> are you saying that Undisputed and Con Air are in the same universe? That's Boom. Same. Boom. Yes. Shared universe, bro. The day of the Shared dog. Universe. <gasps> Iceman, Diamond Dog. Hello, Ice, Diamond, done. There you go. And how, why is Rapag <laughs> the fucking trainer? I don't and why he's is the Rat best talker, man. He's the guy that makes the deals. He talks a lot of shit. It's, hey, uh, what's going on? Yeah, but he's man. a, he's a trainer, but he was actually he wasn't just a hype man. I understand him being the hype man, being the the mouthpiece. But the dude was also a trainer in the like giving you know like smell this Epsom salt wake yeah. you up. Yeah. He was his cut man. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, yeah, they, they even said that like he thinks he's his manager. Yeah, manager, not trainer. Like again, mouthpiece. What? Where do you get off? Why are you training? Why are you in the corner giving him back rubs and fucking? Like it's a weird, weird dynamic. And then why the three people who came up to uh, Monroe were like, "We're gonna rig the fight. I got a guy. Yeah, we're gonna and get then, him like, some Xanax. Why would you run that by the boxer? Why would you run it by him? Yeah, I'm trying to help. I, look, you. 
the fact that the fight went down and not one riot broke out after like during the fight like that, that not someone didn't throw something in or something like this is that was the like what my favorite part was the uh i am spartacus scene where all of everybody even the the white people and the yeah. black people and the yeah. latinos are all against you ice man yeah we are all galvanized in our unity for monroe Monroe yeah. with a fucking and bro. Then, yeah, Rooker even says these fuckers have seen too many prison movies. Yes, yes. I was like, you're doing it. This is your movie. <laughs> you're talking I about I you. Love the, I love the fact that Vin Rames, the way he played that scene where everybody's like Monroe and he started doing the fucking thing, like going along with yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was again. But you're right. That, that was so cheesy. That was such a cheesy scene. It was like, yeah, I won't let you date my sister, but I hope you knock this other fucking guy out. Like, it was. <laughs> The motherfucker <laughs> that he fought at the beginning, the Aryan nation Nazi tattoo guy. I think you're less of a human, but I hope you knock this other guy out. Yeah, it reminded me of that scene from The Office where Dwight's like the enemy of me of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, mm -hmm. but he's also the friend of my enemy is my enemy, so he's also my en friend enemy. Like it's that whole convoluted shit. It's like yeah, these dumb fuck. I will say this, and I, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get screamed at by the two of you guys. I feel. That even though we haven't officially watched it on the podcast, I feel that this movie is more of a kick flicks movie than Rocky is. Yeah, and the I reason don't, and the I reason don't I, know if <sighs> I'm of two minds about because boxing is a kick flicks movie, but box, boxing is a martial art, right? But the movies that are about boxing are not about necessarily because it all because it's like boxing, right? Boxing is months of buildup one long ass night of everybody fighting at the same fucking time right like undercard fight lasts like six hours by the time the main event happens it's like midnight because it happens in las vegas and we're on eastern time it was always my expect my like understanding of it fucking fight night takes for fucking ever and it took months to get there it took months of people right. back and forth and weigh-ins and oh well it, and it's a bunch of the same fucking tape over and over again ah it's the same shit and oh this is them training every fight movie that is uh not a tournament movie like this is a boxing match. They drag the shit out for so long that it yeah. becomes less about the martial art, more about the drama around the martial art. And that's what this was. They, you know, he had a couple of scraps and scrapes, uh, you know, going into it, like straight up punching the Islamic guys, the nation of Islam guys. Yeah. I was like, yeah, good. Uh, you know, fighting the. I was like, okay, good action, 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 making no friends in there. And the fact that nobody tried to kill him ahead of time, and these right. are like the worst of the worst criminals who have nothing to look forward, no freedom to look forward to ever. I'm like, all right, you know, okay, whatever. Well, I think I think that that's implied with the mob guy that it's like since he's the guy that's basically centered around the boxing thing that they're like, and they know that he can get anything, including getting Iceman out of jail, you know, like early and shit mm. like that. But the reason I brought it up why is because get, why couldn't he get the fucking himself out of jail? Well, because yeah, his fucking true. wife's ass fucking wife wanting to go to fucking Florida. Um, no, he should have stayed oh, in Florida. We're going to go to the yeah. fucking desert because of my wife's asthma. The reason I brought my up that fucking wife's fucking asthma, like Jesus fuck Christ. Fucking fucking fucking. So the reason I brought that up is because Walter Hill, the director, who surprisingly enough has actually directed really good movies before this, um, he said, and I'm going to quote it, some say Hollywood movies that are made about boxing are just metaphors for other things. I think I've made one that's actually about boxing and not a metaphor. Which I kind of disagree with because I think there is a metaphor, a lot of metaphors in there. But he, to, in his eyes, this is 
the opposite of what I agree with you, Mike, that it's a pure, that he thinks this is a pure boxing movie. Which, it's not a metaphor for anything else. I understand that he is, the, it's absolutely a metaphor for everything. <laughs> it's literally a movies are just long is, ass metaphors. Right. I, I right. love the fact that this director, this, it, you know what, that comment gave me the Hello Kitty vibes. The creator of Hello Kitty said, oh, Hello Kitty is not, not a cat. It's like, mm, what now? And he's like, Hello Kitty is not a cat. Like, well, okay, well, you're the creator. Who loves you're the creator, but you're wrong. That's a fucking yeah. cat. <laughs> you're the creator, but uh, you're wrong. Just like the guy who created GIFs, he said that it's pronounced GIFs. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, you're wrong. Yeah, right. That's so, good for you, but no. Yeah, I'm glad. But Walter Hill, he directed 48 Hours, another 48 Hours, Warriors. Um, he he did a he's he's done a bunch of movies, which you know, Brewster's have, have, Millions, Brewster's Millions, classic. Red that Heat. Means, yeah, Red Heat also. Yeah, yeah. I think it just goes to show you that, like, I think an editing editor can ruin really, anybody. Yeah, it's so fuck yeah. that up. Yeah, editing and, can ruin anything. So I want to talk about because we're we're actually at forty minutes, guys, and we're still talking about the movie. This is surprising. We've talked um, about a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a metaphor. It's yeah. a metaphor for life. No, but um, yeah, so I want to talk about the last fight. <laughs> I want to talk about the last fight for a second because I meant I texted Neary while I was watching, and I go. Did somebody forget to tell Ving Rhames that he's supposed to at least somewhat flinch when he gets punched? Oh, the choreography was the choreography was good, but the fighting the the physics were bad. Well, and the, the sound effects were, were they, bad. They were missing by miles, you know, and the anger yeah. the angles, I guess the choreography part, the camera choreography, yeah. the blocking and everything was just like, "Oh, they are missing by fucking obvious miles." I did say that I told Neri, I like Wesley Snipes in that fight. He knew the assignment. He sold the shit out of those fights. We compared, I compared it to um, to Stone Cold stunning people in WWE for the people that used to watch it. Like when he would stun somebody, they would sell the shit out of it, like fly in the air. Like The Rock was always yeah, great was, at that. Was, you know, Wesley out. Snipes was selling all those punches. And yes, he's supposed to be the smaller guy. And the hits are supposed to be harder. But Ving Rhames, I mean, look at in the picture for the people watching. Wesley Snipes was, he wasn't small. He was smaller than Ving Rhames, but he was jacked in this movie. Oh, they so all looked the part. should at least flinch. Like, 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 he, was, he was supposed to be, they looked the part. Like, they looked like, like, Wesley Snipes looked like he'd been fucking prison training for a right, long time. Right. And Ving Rhames looked like a heavyweight boxer who maybe hadn't been training for a few months because he was distracted by legal troubles. Right. So, like, they looked great. Also, the scars on Ving Rhames' chest were, like, super intimidating. I don't... They're, like, like he looks like a fucking badass. I will right. say, Wesley Snipes is 5'9", Ving Rhames is 5'11", right? So, keep that in mind in terms of, like, when you're talking about size, they're still not like the biggest people on earth. Right. They looked fucking good yeah. in the way that they were shot, but they, right. the, the, the fighting and the, the, the flow of the fight was very much, uh, a concludes like a fulfillment of the foreshadowing from the mafia guy talking about real boxing, which is, that was the, the writer director guy jerking off and saying, this is what I want my movie to be about. <laughs> about the queen they all oh, they ruined it with these all these rules and it should be about this and it should have been about that and they <laughs> they all of these things which to a certain extent i i agree with i think yeah. like watch that's why M the mma got so popular because boxing fell out because they, there's this whole other literally this show is called kick flicks and kicking is a huge part of fighting in general you can't not like you can't just exclude that 
So when MMA comes out and it starts this whole process and it's like this underground, untouchable thing of like Taekwondo versus sumo. Like that was like the big thing. That was when everyone was like, it was the UFC exploded because of how weird it was. Now it's become another niche fight, fight sport thing. Only nobody watches it for the spectacle anymore. They watch it for the skill and the talent and all that stuff. But it used to be a fucking show. You'd watch Tank Abbott fight some skinny Chinese kung fu guy, and then now it's like the t- the two guys who look exactly the same fighting, you know, with d- different tattoos. That's right. crazy what it looks like now. But whatever. The point being is that it's the fight choreography looked good, except for that they were the cameras were just in the most obviously wrong places. Yeah, and there was, I, you know what bothered me is the fact that they they had the the cage and they never used it. It never came into it. Never came into play. It never came into like the uh, uh the, um. Uh, it would have been nice to see Monroe throw Vin Rames against the cage. Like, oh, right. this isn't your fucking. This isn't your Las Vegas ring. This is a fucking prison. Welcome stuff. to prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah prison absolutely. scene where they had it. And in it that wouldn't movie. have been about pure box. But it was so stupid because they're like the referee's not even going to be in there. He's going to be yeah. on the outside. But. We're still I like make those sure there's no lower, but no, 100%. But then they're like, but still, there's going to be no kicking, no low blows, no this, no that. And I'm like, but if here's you're the thing. Put the you had outside, two, you had two guys. You had two guys who are purists to the sport. Like, they're, you know, say what you will about their personalities or character. They're like, hey, they're, uh, they believe to be themselves purists to, to the sport. My whole thing is, why, why not use the fucking cage? If you have it there, Use it for the story, not just aesthetically. It's not just, I mean, it to be honest with you, it made for shit aesthetics. It, it fucking blocked the camera, it blocked all this, like it, 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 the view. At a certain point, I was like, we get it. There's a cage there. Get, yeah. I can't see anything. <laughs> get exactly. Out of the exactly. So if you're going to have a cage there for just aesthetics, which is not pleasant, use it in the story. Use it again. Use it. One of them fucking, you know, throwing, even in UFC, they use the cage. Do you fucking, you go up against, you know what I mean? Like that's why you use the ropes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was so random. It's a rope like, dope. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, the 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 thing like also that kind of confused me was like at the at the very uh, towards the end when they're cleaning everything up that the guy that Chewie's like he died three weeks later and he left me two million dollars so I guess I'm not gonna be too bad outside of prison and I'm like I don't care like this was never about you and your story like, yeah why, wait like, why are you true. fucking telling me this like good for you Chewie but fuck yourself like I don't care like this has nothing to do with me and then that last shot like Neary I had I'd finished it before Neary did and I go prepare for the last 30 seconds of the movie because that last shot when they're oh, all right. like when, when, when they start going like undisputed like you're the champ oh, right, like right. and they show that shot of wesley snipes building the, the bridge the, the bridge out of the the matchsticks and then it's just doing a, a, a one solid shot which that's all you could have done and then it goes to seven dissolves into black and white like back to back to back to back and for 30 seconds and then it just goes it shows his record then it goes again like three more dissolves and then undisputed i'm like you could have just done one shot like one shot, you didn't need to do yeah. fifteen flashbacks. By the way, this editor has done other things in the past, including Horse Whisperer. This editor uh, edited Horse Whisperer. He edited a bunch of other movies that are not good, but he edited. He did edit another Forty Eight Hours, Red Heat. Apparently, this just the same, the same as um, the director uses this guy a lot. Uh, but he also did uh, Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis. Did you ever watch that movie? That's a good movie. Oh it's, yeah. It's literally edited just like this. 
<laughs> you watch last it's man true. Standing. it's That's literally true. edited just like that dissolve after dissolve after special effect after special effect uh the horse whisperer was critically acclaimed i never saw that movie but it is critically acclaimed um and then he did yeah so this he's just not a good editor he did an episode of deadwood which doesn't surprise me but um that show's yeah. amazing what are you talking about but the time, it, I love this trivia. A show, a show that was edit, that was done in 2004. So it's a show that, like I told you, with uh, I use the uh, if you watch if you ever go back and watch the first season of Sopranos, there's so many episodes where the editing is so 90s, and you go, oh yeah, it's a 90s, like it's a 90s. You forget, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's 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 a couple notes that are relevant. The title appears on screen four times during the entire film. Mm-hmm. That's four times that you see yeah. undif- Undisputed. And this movie wasn't released in Australia for 10 years until it was released on DVD in 2012. Imagine seeing this movie for the first time as like a new release is in part, 2012. Is it part of a seven seven movie package? It, it is, Neary. I saw... I saw, saw <laughs> where is the picture? Uh, so I'm Googling the... Um, the movie to get these uh, these images on file. If you're listening to the audio version, just go watch us on YouTube and and in and Facebook. Uh, but there is uh, a movie a movie package that has seven in one movies. Wow! You could buy a seven in one movie that includes all four Undisputed, Ninja One and Two, and Ninja Assassin. Ninja oh. one and two, the art, art, revenge, like Enter the Ninja and Revenge of the Ninja. No, no there's no. a there's a there's it's a series of movies called Ninja. Okay, yeah. Okay. Ninja. Yeah. So this movie had a twenty million dollar budget. Okay. And and an opening weekend, it opened in the United States and Norway. It made four point five million dollars in uh in the United States, and it made fifteen thousand dollars in Norway. Fifteen thousand. <laughs> Eventually, it ended. How up much was the total? 14- uh, four point five million domestic, fifteen thousand in Norway. Um, no, what was up, the bud- I mean the budget. I mean the budget. Oh, the budget. Uh, it's estimated to be twenty million dollars. Twenty million, and it ended up only so. Two million of that was fucking was catering worldwide. It ended up grossing fourteen point nine million, and uh, internationally two point one million. So sixteen million. Yeah, and it's got okay. So um, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's got a forty-eight percent critics, forty-six percent audience. At least they're close. Yeah, everyone is objectively like, yeah, it's a forty percenter, and you only one hundred and six critics reviewed it <laughs> since two thousand. That's still a lot of critics, man. You know, that's a hundred something critics. That's a lot. Like, fuck. And you gotta imagine a hundred and four of those were because of Vin Rames and or Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna review the new Wesley Snipes movie. I'm gonna review the new Ving Ray movie, and then they watch it and they're like, what the, what? Uh, what are you, re- what are you, okay? So, what are your reviews, Jeff? Hit me with your reviews, man. Because I was immediately gut reaction was a one, but I, I legit think that if it wasn't for the editing, this would have been a solid kick flicks movie so because of the acting and what i know it could have been i'd probably give it a 1.5 um i'm gonna give it a 1.5 um culturally appropriate fisher stevens mm. uh, <laughs> rap night. Rap night. 
I would love it if after the movie is like, nah, I was playing a Latino the whole time. It's like, God damn it, Fisher Stevens. <laughs> you were so close. You, you, just, could, you could have just been a white guy. Yeah. No, no, no. I was being a Latino and I was I, I browned my skin a little bit. I got a self tan. <laughs> no. Please, I went to a level Mr. four Stevens, in the top. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think just the editing kills it, man. And then, I mean, I wanted to almost give it a two because of Master P doing the national anthem, but I, it's it, it's not worth the half a point. So I'm going to give it a 1.5. Mike? I'm going to give it a, a 2.5 matchstick construction devices. Oh, I literally was... That was going to be my fucking system of rating. That's funny. Uh, 2.5 matchstick bridges uh, and or uh, model homes. I think this movie is not it's not terrible. I think like if you want a better version of this movie that is absolutely amazing, go watch Warrior. Mm-hmm. If you you know what I mean like you don't know you, it's like oh who do I want to win, etc. What everyone has a story they tell but you know this movie it it seemed like they were trying to do something and they they got they got noted to death. And 2.5 in the sense of like if you go into it knowing what it is you're gonna you're gonna at very least find something good in here the performances were pretty decent um the the story was a classic build box builder p- p- drama movie and and then the end was kind of rewarding especially the fight the the, the flow of the fight where there's like a turnaround and then then it's like oh well okay. i will say there was that was a funny time when he said if i would have known this fight was going to happen i would have committed a crime a long time ago yeah. ed lover at a certain point i was like man shut the fuck up ed lover i'm trying to watch this because it took away from the again it felt like this was like hey let's make it like add more hip-hop-ity. it's all hip hop it's yeah, not like, like it more hip hop and i was like more hip hop into it and i'm like well okay leave that shit up they could have just had the fight be the fight when all the sound goes quiet at the end i was like this is great but there was too much of that where granted that's a very fucking funny line, That's but funny but line. that it was unnecessary, you know. So I like the fact that he's like, oh, he's talking shit. He's talking shit to y'all. He ain't talking shit to me. He's talking shit to you. Yeah. yeah. The, again, it would have been fine in a like there were two different movies happening at the same time, and I wanted the more serious movie because that felt more rewarding. But it, you know, if you go into it, you'll find something knowing it's what it is. You'll you'll you won't. Be this is one of those movies absolutely where absolutely disappointed. Two point five. This is one of those movies where I wish the internet would step up and re- remake this, re-edit this movie. Yes, like I wish the internet would be like, I fixed it. Here you go, guys, and be like, and, and sure, it might be seven minutes le- uh, shorter because of, right. it took away all of these dissolves. Um, but here's the fucking movie that like I, I wish the internet would step up for this one because the story was solid. It's a very good thing. To do. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. But What's any- your rating? Yeah, uh, I would give it. Uh, I was gonna say match. I, I I don't have anything else. I was trying to come up with anything else, but I would give it a two. Uh, two I was master gonna, P national anthems. I was gonna give it a one. Originally, man, this movie is so bad because. But I, I realized quickly that I was just talk. I was just hating on the the editing. It's just that bad. The editing is that bad that it ruined the movie. But then I was like, 40, 40 minutes, maybe an hour into the movie, and I realized, you know, the acting is actually good. You got to get past it, and then you got to get past the, the really bad editing. Um, and the act, the acting is good. The story's good. I, the, I just think the editing is really fucked up. Uh, not just for the dissolves, but for the 
uh non-linear storytelling the like the edginess you, of it all yeah it's just Shut up. uh but i will give so i went to two i moved up to a two I, but originally i was thinking one i thought we were all gonna give this shit a one at one point i was like this this might be the first unanimously one fucking kick, kick flicks movie uh we still haven't had that by the way we still haven't yeah. had a movie that unanimously we all hated it no and, it's and like this one, to be week. fair, I'm giving it a lot because of, like, I'm giving it a lot of leeway because it was a 2002 in that era. Like, I was looking yeah. at the movies that came out around it, and it was like, you know, like, Daredevil came out 2003. You know what I mean? Like, the, these are the Hollywood things that were coming out at that time. Fuck, I had a whole list, and I abandoned it. But, but, uh, but yeah, like, look up the movies in, that were coming out in 2002, and you'll see, like, yeah. They were trying a lot of things, you know. All right, so uh, that's it. That's the movie. Let's go into our sorry. Spin that wheel. Spin the wheel. Um, share screen. Sorry, guys. I wish oh. there was a way to make it look more fluid. It always feels really choppy. Yeah, because it's my fault because I'm not ready for it. Um, all right, so if you guys want to add movies to the wheel, go ahead and email us at kickflixpod at gmail.com. That's kickflixpod at gmail.com. As of right now, we have 46 uh, entries in the movie. And by the way, the movies that are still included are Undisputed 2, 3, <laughs> Are in there. So, um, and also next week's will be... Um, the last dragon. Oh no, they don't. They don't. This this isn't come off for another week. So yeah, you're fine. Well, next week's. Yeah. No, next yeah. week's. The next next one. week. This one will be after that. Right. Correct. Yes, right. it would. Yeah. Uh, all right. Week. Let's spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I was right. <sighs> I can't see anything. Nothing. Can't see anything. Through. Game of death. Nice. Oh, what a yes. swing from. <laughs> Let's get break out our white jumpsuits, baby. Our Game yellow jumpsuits, I mean. Game of Death. Uh, another Bruce Lee movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so. This is Kickflix, baby. You knew it was coming. Uh, I was just hoping that it would be separated from that. All right, so uh, Game of Death uh, will be next week uh, or the following week. Uh, so make sure you guys check us out. Thank you for checking us out on our social media. Go to KickFlixPod uh, on all social media or GeekBro.net. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, check out the other podcasts on the GeekBro Network uh, that I include but not limited to, better let me tell you, uh, Chow Like a Best with Mike Valdez, the What's Your Bro podcast with Mike and I, and the Cramacopia with Jeff and Q. Uh, uh, the horror movie podcast with Dave. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Go to geekbro.net. Thank you very much. That's how kicks are done. Kick